What's happening? This is the Tap In Podcast. We are live inside the Tap In studio, man. I got a special guest in the building. Big homie show is in the building. What's happening, man? Nah, for real. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's happening, man? Hey, man, you know, uh, first of all, this is a nice setup. Let me appreciate it, man. You know appreciate it, but, man. Man, you know, I, I appreciate the opportunity, man, and, and invitation, first of all. Absolutely. Up, so make sure y'all can hear me good. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I appreciate man. uh I appreciate the invitation. Yeah, so, yeah. Sure. It's been a long time coming, man. I met you at a comedy club. Right. Probably what, three, four months ago? Yeah. Is that? Yeah, yeah about it was New Year's Eve, right? Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, so yeah. a little bit longer than that. A little bit longer than that. Yeah. No, it might have been. Was it the show before that? It may have been. It may have been that it Friday. Was show. It was uh uh-uh. remember they came a show before that. Yeah. It was dead time. Oh, uh, okay. It was dead time. Okay. Wasn't it? Or am I tripping? Nah. It was at a comedy show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you got a comedy yeah. show. That's mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Man, so you I know you got the this this big record right now popping off. Nah, for real. Nah, for real. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want to get into that, but I want to start from from the beginning, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I want to start all the way back from um Northern Louisiana. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. that's that's home, right? That's home. Okay. Forever, forever home. Okay. How long how long did you uh live in Louisiana? Uh I was raised in Louisiana. Straight up? Yeah, I was raised in I was born in Reston, Louisiana. And uh I lived all over northeast Louisiana. Monroe, West Monroe, Ruston, you know, I, even the small town, Spearsville, Farmerville, you know what I'm saying? Like Northeast Louisiana is is if you've been to Shreveport, minus the casinos, that's northeast Louisiana. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. we don't uh Shreveport has the casinos which draws people in, which gives them a little more flow. And you know, we just over here just country than the mother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I love it though, you know what I'm saying? And I'm not one of them artists that um try to shy away from home. Cause I, you know how a lot of people try to reinvent themselves because they scared home gonna be like, yo, ass yeah. nigga. Yeah. Can you cuss on here? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. a lot of people they move different places cause they background don't check out where they from and then, you know, you know, mm. but nah, I'm good. So I'm a forever rep where I'm from, you know what I'm saying? But I done paid dues where I live as well. So, you know, I feel like I'm, you know, I'm 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 the perfect candidate to, to carry both. Yeah. yeah. When, when, what uh what age did you move to Dallas? Oh man. Well, hold on. I started coming to Dallas recording when I was a teenager. Really? Yeah, because I had um I had people that did music here. And um it's a guy by the name of Mike Grayson. He used to do records with Nemesis and, you know, Run C back in the day. Mm, okay. And I was introduced to him and he felt like that I had something special. He started helping me mold, you know, what you see today. You know what I'm saying? So mm. I was already I was already tied in, connected before I actually moved here. So my first, my very first project that came out was recorded here, and I was like 18 years old. Straight up. Yeah. What made you even want to get in the booth? Or what made you start writing? Did you do poetry before or like um yeah, I used to, I was a person that memorized I love rap so much that I used to memorize everybody else's music line for line mm. so if a if a CD came out during that time 
I could rap, you know, I could memorize and rap everybody else's words line for line, like it was me. Yeah. So, you know, my homeboys was like, man, you got the, the voice for it. Why you don't rap your own? And they was already doing it. I was kind of, it was kind of like a joke at first. Like, you know, I wasn't really serious, but they encouraged me. And I was the weakest one. We, we had a group. One of my partners, Big Bo, he deceased now. But uh, in peace, man. Yeah, for sure. So we had a group, and I was the weakest one in the group. And it bothered me. Because <laughs> they were so good. They, they were so much more advanced because they was already doing their own music. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So they were so much more advanced that it made me work harder. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And over time, you know, I, I think I I think I fared out okay. Yeah, yeah, man. So, okay. Yeah, sure. And so you said 18 is when you started coming here? Yep. Yeah. Man. And I was like 18, man. I, I was already, um, I was already. At that time, you could still rap on the radio. At that time, you remember those days? Yeah. So they had these rap battles and competitions. You know what I'm saying on the radio, like how how like how um I don't know maybe a famous animal would be now. You heard of famous animal? No, no, I haven't. Okay. Heard. Well, sort of like how you famous animal got a platform where you go on there, and you just spit a verse, spit a dope verse or whatever, and it just kind of. Kind of goes viral, whatever. Yeah. Back then, you could freestyle, you could rap, whatever. It was kind of like a challenging thing. Yeah. And uh, and they had to retire me. That's a fact. Retire you? Nobody ever beat me. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's dope. You know what I'm saying? So I, I've been deeply rooted in music, you know, for a long time. Straight up. Yeah. Uh, was was the house was the when you growing up was the house like full of music or Not at all. no? Not at all. You just had that that gift. To, um, to hear music and be able to... Nah, I always loved music. Mm -hmm. I was always a big fan of music, like I said, because I could memorize other, people, other people's music. Excuse me. Yeah. But, um, I mean, you know, my parents, they were they weren't big fans of hip-hop. You know what I'm saying? Like all of our yeah, fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was, you know, in the country, they call it racket. Cut that racket down. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they, they weren't big fans of it, but... um. They were supportive, you know what I mean? They was they were supportive of uh, me just, just... Doing something productive. Just Yeah, doing something productive. Yeah. I mean, we mixed a little of that in with playing football, playing basketball, you know what I'm saying? And that's what's so crazy about it because we never really... I was telling my partner with some of the things that I've done and been able to accomplish, like, man, just think about it, bro. Like, we was just... We never expected it to be... We never expected to be rappers. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. that wasn't the goal. We was just kind of in the neighborhood. Yeah. So I never really, um, it wasn't the plan that we said, yo, we going to sit out, we going to be this group, and we going to, that wasn't the plan. We was just kind of just, you know what I'm and saying? And then it caught, and then people was like, yo, you should take this serious. Well, <laughs> my, my partner, one of my partners who helped start me, he, he, was a, he really was an athlete. Mm. He was a, a basketball star. So uh, he got a scholarship. He was older than me. He got a scholarship and he left. And uh, it kind of left me and my other partner on our own. And uh, he was cold too. But again, they were so good that it made me work on what I did so much more that I don't think that if he was if he was living and my other partner, they wouldn't have no problem saying I just got way better. 
Mm. I just got way better to the point to where it was like, he might be, you know what I'm saying? And then from there, we started recording our own music, um, trying to press up CDs and just start hustling. You know, and I did it. Once I, once I did the radio thing, and it started growing like that. See, it wasn't no social media back then. Right. Once I did the radio thing, it started growing that way. It was over. Yeah. I yeah. had my mind made up at that point. I'm like, <laughs> now they got to see me, but you know, I didn't. I didn't. You never know how long it's gonna take, but you know, you just gotta trust the process. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 And that was how long ago? How long ago was that? Right. That was two thousand what? Ten. Oh, yeah. I mean, I know. I know. <laughs> I know when when the road them blew, I was right there. Okay, so that's so damn. That's, that's probably longer than. That's oh, yeah, eight nine. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. When they blew, I was I was right there. I, all those guys that got their deals during that time, I performed at them same clubs, the Rag Daddies, mm. all of that with them guys. But I didn't have the music that they had. I'm very honest. Mm-hmm. I didn't have the music that they had. They, it was more of the boogie movement, and my music was kind of more reality street. So they got their situations because they had, they had the music for the moment. You know what I'm saying? Not to mm-hmm. say that they they moment stopped, but I'm saying at that particular time, the Dallas boogie was, yeah, that's what it was. And I didn't have no music like that. Yeah, yeah. So they all you know blew and had their success, and you know, I was kind of left out. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I never hate it. And um, you know, I, I it make you just just make you appreciate it more when it come back around for you. That's all. Yeah, I, I think it was a I don't want to say a gift and a curse, but I think it was a more so a gift. You know what I'm saying? Especially if that ain't your lane. Um, I think that's a gift because you could have easily went in the booth and start doing the boogie music, you know what I'm saying? Been, that's what I'm saying. They wouldn't have been authentic. Been, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't, wouldn't have felt it. Yeah, you, you know, know what I'm saying? saying? Because one thing about me, the, the 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 music that I make, that's what pushes it. You can hear the authenticity in the music. You dig what I'm saying? Like yeah. like I told when I got when I got flew out to um for the situation, you know, out for the situation. I'm a I'm a I'm a realist. I say, bro, 85% of the I done did it. Now, the other 15% is just for the sake of rhyming words. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Now, it's on you to figure out what 15% of them boo- <laughs> 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 You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nigga, yeah. nigga, oh, my shit. I'm like, yeah, you know, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, 15% of this shit, I find a word that just rhymes with this, and I just made it sound good, and that's that. But 85% of the I done it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. You know, I'm uh, blessed enough to not have to currently be in. I'm a Delaware Square. You dig what I'm saying? And I ain't got no problem with that. You know what I'm saying? Because I know at one point in time in my career, when I had guys that wanted to invest in me, I wouldn't let them. Because I was like, I mean, I got a couple cases. I don't want you to waste your money. You spend your money. And then I end up having to go away. Mm. And then now it's like, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't let people do that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, you know, it's it's cool. I, and I, I feel great about being able to say that, by the way. You know what yeah. I'm yeah. That's dope, though. I, I think that's that's super honorable because I know, is these like street dudes that was trying to invest in you or are these like labels that's trying to nah, invest in street you? Niggas. Street dudes? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, cause I know. <laughs> I don't play with people money like that. Though. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like, and even if it's they willing to take a risk on me, I still respect the fact that if I had to go sit down, you just lost that bread potentially. And I just don't. I don't believe in just playing with people paper like that. Yeah, cause I know I don't play by my paper, so I ain't gonna do that. Yeah, I ain't do it. So, so when 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 uh little running mother elf and. Mike Fresh and them had their situation with Fam Life mm-hmm. when they first came out. I had I was presented with that opportunity as well, but I didn't for the sake of I didn't know what you know was gonna happen, so I didn't do that. Mm. So you could have been you could have been popped off and and been man, God's time it ain't never too late. You know what I'm saying? So I mean I mean that I could have done those situations and they turned out horrible. You know what I'm saying? So I mean I'm just saying. The opportunities were there, yeah, and uh, you know, but I still got great relationships. I mean, you know, Jew was at my video shoot for the Nine for Real. You know, everything happens the way it's supposed to happen, and I believe that. So it is what it is. Okay, so you said you already got you already shot the video for Nine for Real. I already shot the video for Nine for Real. I got it in my phone. I'm just trying to figure out when I'm gonna drop it on them. Okay, okay, okay. So, <laughs> That's fucking dope, man. So how did how did the um? Cause it's hard. To get like a, a um a hit, you know what I'm saying? Extremely hard. It's super hard to get a hit. But now that you got one on your hands, like, how does that feel, dog? Um, a hit record is is only a hit record if you can get out here and make the people believe it. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's a whole lot of people that probably got hits on their laptop, but they didn't put the effort into letting the world hear it to make it be a hit. You dig what I'm saying? So Actually, creating a dope record is not really that hard. Mm. It's what you do after you create the record is the hard part. Mm, okay. You know what I'm Because, I mean, my personal opinion, I done created some dope records. Some dope records. Yeah. That, got, that had the same potential to do what Now For Real has done, or uh, is doing. But I didn't have the same team then. You know, I didn't have the same, you know, I didn't have all the same resources that I have now. You know mm. what I'm saying? So... Having a dope record is cool, but it's what you do after you create the record that is going to actually solidify the record as being a hit. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Break down to the to the, to the up and coming artist that was once in your shoes. What it takes to actually make a record like go. You know what I'm saying? What What are some of the some of the steps that they have to take to make sure that they record is a, a hit? Can you break that down? First of all, man, the relationships is the key to all this shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> excuse me. People would think it's the money. That's the first thing people think. That's oh, a bag. Yeah, the bag is cool, but if you don't know who to pay, you still ain't got. You ain't doing. You do know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the relationships in this is the biggest part of this. Shit. Because you can have it's people. I'm gonna put it to you like this, and not to knock nobody, but I, yeah, I ain't gonna say that. I ain't gonna say no name. But there's people out here that had invested millions of dollars into an artist when they didn't pop. The artist got a good look because they had the cars and helicopters with they flying all out the air and all that. But as far as getting the revenue back and them being a star, it never happened for them. So you can have all the money and don't have the right, you know, mm. relationships or right, you know, even the right record, and it still ain't gonna do. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, but I would say. The relationships is number one for me. So, and that means 
That means um, club DJs. That means radio DJs. That means um, videographers. You know what I'm saying? All these podcasts. Like I said, a lot of people looking for waiting on the big podcast. You know what I'm saying? Of course, we all would love to do million dollars worth of game. We <laughs> yeah. all would love to do big facts. We all would love to do, you know what I'm saying, all these big things. But you got to understand that one day a small platform is going to be big, first of all. You know what I'm saying? And not only that, the smaller platforms build you up for the bigger ones. Because mm. if you do enough small ones, that means more and more people are knowing about you, which gets people attention and turn them on to you, which prepares you for doing the big ones. But people don't be looking at it like that. Yeah. I really, I really look at from a business versus just on some rap shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, because Showdog Entertainment, I'm part owning that. So it's got to make sense for me business-wise versus just this shit a dope-ass record. It's like, I'm planning on getting my money back. <laughs> yeah, straight up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, being having a dope record, cool, but it, I'm spending my own bread, so I need to have a dope-ass plan on how to fuck up and get this shit back. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. But everybody going to be looking at you crazy. Where did you get that from? Did Because most artists that I interview, they have no way of, they don't even be thinking about how they gonna get their money back? Or what's the what's the plan? Or what's the strategy to even to get the money back? Because that's that's the, ultimately I think why people are trying to get in entertainment is to make their money and make a better way for themselves. But most people don't even think about that. Where did that come from from you? How did you even? What made you even start thinking about the business side of it? My dad was an entrepreneur. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I watched him uh, start a company. Just him and his brother, and build it to where he was uh, very financially stable, you know. Mm. And I don't, I, like I say, man, I don't try to hide nothing with me. I come from, I had both of my parents, still do. They mm. still alive. They've been married long and I've been alive. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So, um, I chose to do everything I done in the street. It wasn't that I wasn't raised the right way. You know what I'm saying? I was fascinated by it, and I chose to go out there and bump my head. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, uh, my my mom's side of the family most you know kind of street. My dad's side of the family kind of more business. So I kind of got the best of both worlds. So mm. um, I always was a hustler, man. I always was you know trying to trying to figure out how I was gonna make some money. Whether it was selling my CDs, whether it was selling burnt CDs, whether it was you know doing whatever you got to do. You know what I'm saying? Like I always was trying to find a way to make some money. So I mean from that. I mean, I started working for myself at 26 years old. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was able to be like, okay, like, you know, let's. Did you have a business or was it like street business? No, it was a business. Oh, okay. You what was you saying? doing? I started a trucking company when I was 26. Really? Yeah. See, in my mind, I was like, if I don't want to discourage nobody, but it's, I'm going to say this. It's very difficult to chase your dream when you got a regular job. Because a regular job is not going to give you the leeway and the free time to chase the dream. So, like, I want to do music. If, let's say I want on Sway, right? Mm-hmm. Sway say, I, I want you to come up here Wednesday at 3 o'clock. Well, hey, you had to take off to go to your son, this and that, and, you know, your daughter got her ballet shit coming up, and then you got the LaCruz with you and baby that's coming up. You ain't got no off days or you lose your situation, so... 
it make it difficult for you to chase your dream when you got a regular gig. Mm. And I figured that out early. Like, I got to be able to have some say-so about me and my time. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. And that, that just, you know, that mentality, going and creating a business so young, put me in the mind state of always trying to figure out how to get my money back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's dope, man. I be on it, bro. Yeah. I be on it. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot of layers to Big Homie Show. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know that. But, yeah, I mean, I just, man, I got my first crib when I was 19. And shit, I been had it rented out. And I just never touched the paper. I'm like, I'm making it. If I ever get in a situation where I need some paper, I can go grab that. You know what I'm saying? So Mm -hmm. I never, I've never touched a dollar of that to this day. Really? No. You got to be able to go dig up some paper, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, because you never know how the world going to flip on you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm a nigga that done had it, lost it, been all right, been cool, been balling, back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you got to be able to have a way that you can go dig up some paper right quick. All right, let me go. You know, I need to be able to touch 20, 30 right quick just Mm -hmm. to get myself situated. You know what I'm saying? And I know that. So I always think like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. God damn, man. And I, I think, I think with, with you saying that is fucking dope. But the first time I ever heard an artist saying that was from Nip. I feel safe. You know what I'm saying? On the wild. Yeah. Yeah. The first person I ever said that because he was like, he want to be able to have the creative license. Don't have to, where he don't have to create music just to pay bills. You know what I'm saying? Right. He want to be able to create music just freely where he don't have to make a certain kind of record just because he's trying to get on the radio, he's trying to make some money. He want to be able to create whatever the f- he want to. And so he had to have other streams of, of revenue coming in that allows him that freedom. You know what I mean? I got a plan for everybody around me. Mm. It's it bigger than me. You yeah. Know like, I got a plan for everybody around me. Like, all right, look, pop off, this is going to be your play. I'm going to take a percentage of that. This is going to be your play. You know what I'm saying? Because... I don't want nobody around me just hold. You dig what I'm saying? I want you to be able to, because if you got to keep coming to me for money, that's going to get old. One day I'm going to tell you no. You're going to be like, see this, that, and third. But if I put you in a situation where now you a boss, when I say, hey, let's go to Dubai, you're like, yeah, yeah, nigga, let's go. You know what I'm saying? And I ain't got to be like, damn, I got 10 more I got to pay for it. I really don't want to do that right now. But if I put you in a situation where, you know what I'm saying, like you got your own, you know what I'm saying? Hey, hell yeah, let's go celebrate. And I want it to always be like that. I don't want no yes men around me. I, I want to keep people around me that can give me their honest opinion because they don't need me. Mm. That's where the real information comes from. Yeah. When they don't need you, they can tell you how they genuinely feel. But a lot of times somebody needs you, they won't tell you. And see, you will miss something that you might need to hear or something that you may need to pay attention to because they don't want to tell you because they feel like you might cut them out. I want everybody around me to be able to maintain themselves, that way they can always tell me the truth. Mm. Yeah, that's dope, man. That's dope. That's real. That's that's. I don't. That's real, like boss. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I want everybody. I want everybody to be bosses. Yeah, man. I ain't never been no. I ain't never been like that. I mean, if you if you do your research on me, you know what I'm saying. I've I've turned people on to so many things. You know what I'm saying. Turn people up and. Help people, you know what I'm saying? Even even with the like the DJ situation, like when I ain't had no record, I stopped doing music for a while. When I ain't had no record, you know what I'm saying? When they had their toy drives or their kids were selling 
candy or popcorn or they had a birthday party. I showed up and supported always, even when I didn't have nothing going. And mm. it wasn't no play. I'm just like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, I, I don't, I don't believe in asking for nothing from somebody that I'm not willing to reciprocate. You dig what I'm saying? So when I'm asking you for support, I've shown you support. Now it, it still don't mean that you gotta support me, right? But it just make more sense because you've seen me support you. You dig what I'm saying? No different than what we doing right now. You ain't had to ask me a million times. Yeah. You like, hey, we said this. Let's go. I'm gonna get you in. Yeah. Um, my people come up here. Y'all did it. Um, who that? On the west. Scrunch. Scrunch come up here. Yeah. Shout out to Scruncho. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, uh, my dog. Y'all said y'all was gonna do it. Cool. You was like, you heard, you seen, you seen something that I was doing. I was like, yo, I'm gonna bring you on. Say, bro, as, as the artist Big Homie Show, New Year's Eve, you can't, if you look up Big Homie Show right now, you, you're not gonna find a record that dates past New Year's Eve. Mm. I was just show it first. Yeah. I completely rebranded myself, and no record on Big Homie Show, there's no record, no song on Big Homie Show that dates past New Year's Eve 2022. Mm. So you saw something in me. <laughs> When you say you met me, I was just getting started. And you saw something in and say, I'm going to bring you on. See, them the type of people I want to yeah. So as soon as you say, I said, damn, I forgot. i like, well, I got something on this day. Well, let's do it like this. But you didn't have to pull my arm to come yeah. because I understand that even when I had a little bit, if you can see the vision, I want to yeah. A lot of people can't see the vision, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, think about it. Everybody say they the But you got to prove that. Right. You know what I'm saying? You got to prove that you deserve to be in the fraternity that we call hip-hop. I ain't got no problem proving that I deserve to be a member. You dig what I'm saying? Whether yeah. it's, I don't, man, I get on stage, people ain't feeling I'm rapping hard in the mother. When I get out there, like, hey, I done been in the room with mother. It's kind of like, they looking at you, but they listening to you. And they get out, get out stage, be like, hey, I'm with you. Yeah. You saying up there. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it may look like it's stale, but you can't be mad at them for not being familiar. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So, you know, I, I, I take it as it comes, man. I ain't tripping. I ain't got no problem, like I said, with earning the right to be a part of this fraternity that we call hip-hop. Yeah. Who's uh who's some of the people that you kind of like influenced by that you watch like, yo, once I get once I get all the way right, that's who I kind of want to mimic my my situation or my 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 career after. Cove, uh, I like what them boys did over at QC. Mm. Um, Puff, yeah. Um, all the moguls. Let's just say that because okay. we we could name all that. I like what Ross did. I like what Gotti do. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I like what Gucci do. I like, if you want to go back, I like what Birdman was able to do. I like what P was able to do. All of the moguls. So you want to be like that mogul type where you got your own Absolutely. label, Absolutely. signing artists? Show Dog Entertainment ain't going nowhere. Okay. You know, I may I may have to sign to a situation to create a situation for Show Dog Entertainment, but Show Dog Entertainment is going to be a force to be reckoned with one day. I already see it. You know mm. what I'm saying? I already... I'm already looking and listening and looking at artists that are like, when I get my situation, as soon as I get straight, I'm going to go grab this person, this person, this person. I'm going to run the game. I know I'm going to run the game because I'm listening to them. You know what I'm saying? So, mm -hmm. yeah, show that I get in time, we're going to be a mother. 
I'm saying it. Yeah. Hey, are you signed to Show Dog Entertainment? Or? I own Show Dog Entertainment. Sixty percent okay. of it, anyway. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. owned by me. The other partner is uh, my partner Sea Dog. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And uh, not for real, it's owned by Show Dog Entertainment. Put it like that. Okay. Okay. <laughs> you know okay. What I'm saying? Yeah. Put it like that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, how did you uh cause I know people I know when you talk about relationships, you know what I'm saying? Like people probably listening, it's probably like, okay, how did he get in that circle? Like how did he even meet this person? How did he even run into that person? How did you like build those relationships up over the years? You know what I mean? I'm going to keep it all the way above with you, bro. My biggest resource in the beginning was Gray Digger and Jigger JT in Monroe, Louisiana. Mm, okay. See, that radio station back then, Boosie, Webby, you know what I'm saying? Everybody was coming through the radio station. Even, even, even DSR, mm. Joy Lopez, everybody... Um, Everybody was coming through the radio station. You dig what I'm saying? So, one of the radio personalities, which is Grey Digger, he was like, you ain't never signed to nobody? I was like, no. He's like, I want you to come rock with me. So, being around him early on, that's how I met Bebe. You know what I'm saying? That's how I Mm. met. I started getting in the circle of people. You know what I'm saying? Because he gave me that opportunity. Mm. And I'm always thankful and grateful for that. We still still with him to this day. You know what I'm saying? So that was the beginning of it. And then back then they would do music conferences. And you gotta be you gotta be willing to get out your comfort zone. Bro. I remember my uh my partner Johnny used to have a club premiere. And I used to tell him, say, bro, when he would go to stores and put out wanna put out flyers and Carl Watts and all that shit. I'd be like, yo, bro, let me ride with you. Like, you ain't got, you ain't, you can be the boss. You just drive, nigga. I'm gonna get out and put the flyers out. Mm. Cause when I give them the flyer for the party that you got, the show you got coming, I'm gonna give them a CD. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Beauty, beauty shop, barber shop, liquor stores, car washes, hustling. You gotta be willing to get out of your comfort zone. Basically, is what I'm saying. Yeah. You gotta be willing to. Do what you know people don't want to do to get what you really want out there. You know what I'm saying? And I was always willing to do that. I remember Ed Laney and Corey Laney right here in Dallas used to have the liquor promotions where they used to go around to the clubs. I used to, man, we go out. Of, I go out of town with them with the Memphis, putting posters up on the um, on the light poles and all that. Old, you know what I'm saying? Doing that, and in the process, say I don't want nothing, man. I just want to be able to go with you. So I can be around, so I can give it out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I always was thinking I might not be making no money, but I, I'm willing to work. I'm willing to get a free labor to be in the the room. Yeah. To you know what I'm saying? To maybe turn it into some paper on the back end. Yeah. Everybody be looking for the money right now, but the real money be on the back end. You you know if you can make a little money in the process, that's cool. You know what I'm saying? But if you can get in the room, the money going to be there. You know what I'm saying? You just got to be able to get in the room. And you might have to do something that you don't want to do. You know what I'm saying? Or you might have to do a whole bunch of free shit 
And ain't nothing wrong with just coming to somebody saying, hey, man, what is it going to take to earn your support? Stop thinking that they owe you the support mm -hmm. and saying, hey, bro, you know what I'm saying? What's the criteria for you to even look at a record or look at a rapper or for you to, you know what I'm saying, to invest your time into helping promote an artist? And he might say, well, shit, man, I got a mixtape, slot 350, you know what I'm saying? And then after that, you know, you can do this and do that and... You know what I'm saying? And then I see you serious. Yeah. Because you got to keep in mind, man, a DJ or a promoter, everybody think they the They get songs and people running up to them every day saying what they feel like they deserve. Nigga, you got a show coming. Nigga, you need to put me on the They'll, they'll literally tell me, you need to put me on the You know what I'm saying? Instead of saying, say, bro, you know what I'm saying? I heard you got, uh, I heard you got uh, Snoop coming in the city, man. You know what I'm saying? Say, bro, what did it take to get on that? You know what I'm saying? What's what's the criteria like I mean, for me to open up? I heard you got Gotti coming, man. What did, what did it take to get on that show? Even if I ain't got the paper, man, is there anything I can do that might, you know what I'm saying? If, if you want 5,000 great stage, man, what if I got 2,000 and I come, if, if my pop, what if I come, you know, what if I give you a show? You know what I'm saying? What if you, what if it's, what if I got a service? I ain't got that type of paper, but hey, man, do you do know that I do video work, right? So shit, man, you know what I'm saying? Maybe I can edit a video for your artist, because most niggas got an artist. You know what I'm saying? This rap shit. Hey, man, you know, I do a video for your artist. You know what I'm saying? If you do this for me. Some shit be trade-offs. Some shit be money. Some just be relationships. It's all kind of ways you can get it done. But the bottom line is, you just want to get it done. But mm -hmm. people don't want it, like I said, you got to get out your comfort zone, especially now with social media. Everybody just want to send you some shit. Like I told my son. I tell my, I tell younger people like my son, I'm like, y'all really ain't got no game for real. Because when I was coming up, if you seen a woman you wanted to talk to, you had to build up your fucking confidence, walk up to her, approach her, and say, how you doing? My name is such and such. This is who I am. This where I'm from. This is what I represent. And then get her number and then go from there. Mm -hmm. You DM me, mother. You ain't even got damn, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you yeah. ain't, so you really ain't got no game. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And not not to knock, and, 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 hey, not to knock, you know what I'm saying, the, the younger generation. I'm knocking them. It just, it just took the it took the personal out of the shit. Listen, this is what I say with the young generation. When they just send a DM, they could just send it. When you have to approach a chick in your face. Some chicks don't even want to feel you. They ain't got time for you. You got to build up that thick skin. You got to build up that confidence. You might not even you know be her that? type, but the fact that everybody... I, how many times you done seen this as men that you would be in a club, in a room, and everybody looking at that bad Damn, why that motherfucker... Yeah. Don't <laughs> want nobody to go say Yeah. You did what I'm saying? Yeah. But you the motherfucker. And build up the confidence to go say, hey, how you doing? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Where you from? What's your name? Yeah. And she respect that so much because everybody else just standing back ain't saying Watch shit. Watch it, yeah. Niggas be intimidated. It's the same thing with this rap. Niggas be intimidated to step to another man and say, say, bro, I need some help. Mm -hmm. It's just a man in us. You know what I'm saying? Hey, bro, I need your help. But see, I'm smart enough to understand that these mics can change your life if you know how to work. You know what I'm saying? So... I don't be tripping about saying, hey, bro, because really what you asking a DJ, what you asking a podcast, what you asking a radio personality, what you asking these people is, yo, what you saying is, yo, I ain't blue yet. I need your help to make me big. 
And when I get big, nigga, I ain't gonna forget you. Now, what happens is these niggas be staying with their mama, staying with their old lady, you know what I'm saying, getting put out. Ain't never had the baddest woman in the club. Ain't never had no paper. Ain't never had no jury. Never had no car. So they come to you on their knees. And then as soon as the paper come, it's overwhelming for them. Because mm. they ain't never been that nigga. Mm. You do what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You meeting big homie. Yeah. Nah, for real. You already meeting what most niggas would become. I already got celebrity partners. You met me with a celebrity. Yeah. I already got celebrity partners. I already got jewelry. I already had whips. I already got houses. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's nothing for me to become. It's just going to give me more of what I already got. So you either like my personality or you don't I mean, that's fine. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, like, I'm not some... I ain't never been put out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? My clothes ain't never been in a bag, my nigga, in my yeah. life. Yeah. Never. <laughs> Real shit. You know what I'm saying? So you meeting who most people would turn into right now. Mm. So yeah, that's yeah. the beauty of what I got going on. I think that's, you know, a feather I got in my hat that you already meeting a boss. Yeah, and here's one one thing I want to touch on too, because I see, I see a lot of artists where they're too big to like do something outside of music or rap because of their perception, right? And I was I was doing my research on you, and I see you got some little acting chops too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like. You you okay with getting in front of the camera and it is not just music. You don't got to present yourself as this big rap superstar. You know what I'm saying? Like, you ever thought about, like, really getting into acting? I got a movie coming. Straight up? I got a movie coming. Listen, man, you heard me say I want to be a mogul. I don't want to be a rapper. Mm. A mogul puts his hands in a little bit of everything. A rapper just focuses on raps. I already know I can rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I already know I can rap. You know what I'm saying? So, the rapping is just a stepping stone to, you know what I'm saying? Getting involved in some of these other things, you know, to get the notoriety. So now people give when you got all these other things going on. You know what I'm saying? But nah, man, I, I'm, I want, I laugh at myself probably more than anybody. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know, I, I crack my damn self up <laughs> for real. But yeah, I, I don't mind. Um, I don't mind being the pun of somebody's jokes. You know mm. what I'm saying? Like, uh, uh, as long as you don't mind me getting, you know, roasting your ass back, I'll yeah. cook. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So um, I just I just understand that it's more, I want to be an entertainer. Mm. It's a difference. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you say you want to be a rapper, you limiting yourself. I had a kid tell me, I had a kid tell me at my video shoot that he wanted to be Jay-Z. You know what I told him? Mm. Why would you limit yourself to being Jay Z? Mm. He could do more. You could be. You could be the mother. that's bigger than Jay Z. But once you say, "I want to be the next this," you limited yourself to his success. Mm. I want to be the next big home, and yeah. whatever God got in store for me for that, then that's what it is. But I ain't limiting myself to Jay Z's success. Or, of success. I ain't limiting myself to that. Whatever God got in store for me, I'm ready to receive the blessings, but I'm not saying, God, give me just as much as you gave Jay-Z. That don't make sense to me. Yeah. If you're going to be blessed, you're going to do this shit, let's do it. And then whatever the, the roof is, then, you know, let God decide. But I ain't coming in saying, I want to be the next bird, man. <laughs> All that. 
Nah, that ain't what I'm on. Yeah. I respect what bro did. You know what I'm saying? Especially being, you know what I'm saying, uh, you know, a, 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 a mud nigga. You know, we red mud niggas in Louisiana. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's different. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. you know, but I ain't limiting myself to what P done. Mm. Got all the love and respect for the OGs. But f- that. Why not be bigger? Who say you can't? Somebody was bigger than them at some point. And they said, they all say they looked up to J Prince. They took the J Prince blueprint and tried to be bigger than J. And ain't nothing wrong with that. So I'm saying, but if what would they be in if they said, I just want the success of J Prince? I don't think like that. Yeah. Now, you know, if if God was to bless me with that, and that's what it is, but I let him be the judge of my success versus saying, I just want just that and that's it. Hell no. Nah. You know how many people richer than Jay-Z? A lot. A lot well, of people. Yeah. I ain't gonna say a whole lot, but I mean, it's a lot. You know, there's millionaires and then there's a billionaires. Yeah, yeah. You got <laughs> got 13 billion, 20 billion. Yeah. And looking at Jay-Z, Jay-Z like <laughs> a billion. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Yeah. So why not have that mentality versus just and, and we do that, you know, we do that to ourselves so much. Not just black people, I'm saying people in general. Right. We do that to ourselves so much. We see what somebody else got and we think that's success and we just want that. I don't think like that. Yeah. I want I want to be blessed and, and let God be the deciding factor for how he, how much, how abundantly he gonna bless me. And I'm cool with that. I'm already blessed. I ain't tripping. Deal or no deal. That's what's up. That's dope. I you mentioned the movie, man. What's the movie about when the movie is the movie is uh Kyle Features. It's actually something that I had started on before and stopped again. When I had all this going on and it kind of it's kind of hard to be in a creative space when you got other going on. You know what I'm saying? Some real life. And in my mind, I was just on some like, man, I, I just need to step away from this shit. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's why now I ain't gonna be, I ain't, I'm gonna be completely honest with you, bro. I feel like had I had what's going on with me now, had it happened for me at a younger age, I probably would have it off. You think so? I, I I don't think I would appreciate it as much. Mm. When you start getting, when you, Nip said it. He said, man, I can give you the long version of it, but the short version is go get you some money. You know what I'm saying? So when, when you got a lot of responsibilities, you can't do what you used to do. I told my partner the other day, I had, some, I had, a, had a girl tell me one time, I'm frustrated, I got some shit. Going on in the street, going right. She told me, she looked at me, this the really one, the really woman ever told me. She said, it's called a lick for a reason. It ain't supposed to last forever. Mm-hmm. I had my I had to tell my partner that. And one of my partners, he he transitioning out the street. I'm proud of you, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Cause you got to be only a fool think it's gonna last forever. Everybody who think it lasts forever or try to make it last forever lose. You know what I'm saying? They lose. So, you know, that's that's my mentality on it. You know what I'm saying? So being young though, you meeting everything with aggression. Everything is f that fuck nigga, where they at finna pull up right now, that shit. You know what I'm saying? 
I'd throw an opportunity out the window because a nigga got fucked up. Know what I'm saying? Yeah. Every real nigga know what that means. Nigga got me fucked up, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> we finna go do that. Yeah. No. Nigga ain't got fucked up enough to throw no opportunity away. Yeah. Yeah. Nigga had me up at the bank, nigga. Yeah. What you talking about? <laughs> nigga, hell no. Nah. So that's the difference, you know what I'm saying? But in my younger years, nigga got me up. That's all I needed to think. Mm. Nigga, that alone was enough to make a bad decision when you're young. Mm. That's what we got to try to stop the younger generation. Like, bro, you're going to be older one day. Don't up your whole life on. Nigga got me up. But yeah. that was enough. Man, he nigga got me up. You know, who the f think he talking to? Oh, nah, we finna. Gotta yeah. go do something about that. Yeah. Damn. Nigga. Nigga ain't stopping your paper. Nigga ain't touching your family. Man, them niggas. Nigga ain't trying to really bring you no problems. Let them niggas talk, man. I used to have a hard time letting niggas talk, man. I ain't like to let niggas talk, man. Yeah. I can't see you and you said something about me. Now nah, I don't want to do... Listen, bro. I don't want to hurt you. I don't want you to hurt me. And if you got a problem with me, I want to know so I can stay away from you. Hmm. That's the difference. But back then, man, where he at? He well. I want to go. I want to go ask him about what the fuck he said. Man, goofy. Cause trust me, when they put them bills on your ass, you gotta pay them lawyer fees and all that old dumb. You gonna be like, I should just let that whole ass nigga go on by their business. Cause at the end of the day, they just want to see you lose. Mm-hmm. Nigga that don't like you just want to see you lose in some kind of way. If he can't beat you physically. Physically, he want life for it. He want to do something to put a stumbling block in front. A nigga that don't like you just want to see you lose. It don't matter what matter it is. Of course, if he can beat your ass, that's great. But if he can't, he going to try to find another way because he just want to see you lose. You can't put no energy in the niggas like that. They wanna see. You know how you beat a nigga up like that? Win on his ass. Every time he see you, nigga, you yeah. doing better. Yeah. Nigga, I'm up there, nigga. Yeah. I'm I'm noticing that I'm seeing that in this whole Taxstone and Troy Ave situation, mm -hmm. where Troy Ave is doing everything he can to make sure Taxstone don't ever see the streets again. He'll never he doing everything he can to to let's talk real talk to put him put him away, man. Let's talk real talk. Yeah, I got a problem with a nigga. This nigga f with me. With me, yeah. Regardless of whether we talk back and forth, this nigga me, bro. I don't know text talking, but I'm just saying from what I see. Mm -hmm. No disrespect, cause I don't want no problem, cause I don't want nobody hurt me. I don't want hurt nobody. Nigga, me, cool. You pull up on me, want to do whatever you gonna do to me. You start shooting at me. I take the gun. That you goddamn shooting, you done killed my partner, you done shot me, I take the gun, start busting back. Right? Mm hmm No. When all the when the handcuffs come out, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. The gun that killed the man got my fingerprints on. This my partner. Mm -hmm. I'm trying to defend and defuse. I'm on defense. I ain't on offense. Mm -hmm. You supposed to take a murder charge? 
See the streets. See the streets. Listen, hold on. Let me let me. Okay, you, go ahead. Go ahead. Coming. The streets. Up. So you supposed to let this nigga walk free? Don't say stick to the code. Hell nah, I ain't gonna say. Nigga can't f with you. You supposed to say. I'm going to go do that. I'm going to go do the rest of my life and let this whole ass nigga walk free. Or you going to say, hey, man, I was minding my business. This man came with me. So since he with me, I with him. What's wrong with that? See, I don't think, I, I don't think is, I don't think is, I ain't going to see, because listen, by no stretch of the imagination am I a street nigga, but I understand it. You know what I'm saying? But I think what happened was because tax don't in New York don't play when it comes to them pistols. You know what I'm saying? They don't play at all. But if I didn't bring the gun, you brought the gun. Right. So he was already so he was already gonna get five just off of that. You know what I'm saying? Him. But I'm talking about me. I wasn't doing shit but showing up. Yeah. And so I think I think for that, listen. It's self defense. Well, I, I, New York don't have no self defense laws, that's but, you, but but that's what I'm was, saying. If he was in Texas, he'd be at home, right? You know why? Because I'd have been in a situation like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you and you got you got free when the police pulled up. I said, "Hey, he will f with me," so I f mm, and they let you go. I ain't even go to the police station. Mm. Yeah, see, New York is a whole different whole different monster. So you know, but. I, I, I don't I don't know if I like here's my thing. When it comes to the course, if it's to get me off, like I'm gonna do everything I can to get me off without saying, hey, I'm I'm pointing you out and say, hey, it was Big Show that did this to me. You know what I'm saying? See, my thing is if I tell you you nigga, what you wanna do? Meet me at the corner store, nigga, we gonna shoot it out, we gonna duke it out, nigga. And then I pull up and you pull up and it go how it go. And then I tell, that's snitching. Mm. But if I'm out with my family or minding my business, I'm in the mall, I'm chilling, I ain't fucking with you, and you pull up me, so I fuck with you back because you fucking with me, it don't go the way you planned on it going. So now you want to, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. it didn't go the way you planned on it going. Yeah. Because if it went the way it pl you planned on it going, you wouldn't be saying. Right. See, that's the thing in the street. If it go the way you planned on it going, ain't nobody, you know what I'm saying? The nigga that's fuck nigga, you know. He ain't got no problem with that. But if it don't go that way, then let's go this way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's the that's the one of the reasons, the main reasons why I don't people. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you eat, then, hey, I'm going to you. Did you listen to my famous Animal Flow? I haven't, I haven't listened Maybe. to it yet. Got to hear it. Yeah, I haven't listened to it yet. When I say quit running around with that lie like a nigga hold me. If you like that nigga, show me. I stabbed a nigga next to Pump 3. That's a fact, though. That ain't no rap. Hmm. That's a fact, though. What happened? I just told you. I'm saying, like, what made you? What made you I do just that? Told you. you what made you saying? do it though? Was he fucking with me? So I him back. Hmm. Okay. That's a fact, though. You know what I'm saying? So to me, that's justifiable, man. I ain't fucking with you. Don't fuck me. Yeah. Don't fuck me, man. Hey, listen, bro. I'm just trying to. Pay these bills and feed these kids, man. Don't come with me, bro. I ain't got no problem with nobody, man. You say me cool. You say I'm a whole ass nigga cool. Just say it over there. Yeah. Cool. I'm cool with all that because your opinion don't change my life at all. 
Say whatever you want to say. Hoe ass nigga already, nigga. <laughs> cool. Nigga, cool, nigga, cool. Yeah. I ain't even get on no internet and say shit. Yeah. Because if you put me in a situation where I got to prove that I ain't no f- then you're going to find out. All that back and forth, I ain't doing all that. Nigga, like I said, on, um, when I went on K104, you ain't never seen Big Home out here screaming at no app and <laughs> yeah, I, Spitting I, I, all on your phone. What you want to do, fuck, nigga? You ain't never seen me doing no goof-ass shit. Yeah. And I ain't finna to. I ain't finna start. Yeah. And for what? I did hear you say um, on your Sway interview, I did hear you say that success will make you start thinking that you soft. Yeah, for sure. Can you elaborate on that? Man, I ain't finna lose all my good got going because you ain't got it going. See? A lot of times, the success come with hate, jealousy, and envy. Nigga ain't really mad at you. Mm-hmm. They mad at what you able to accomplish, and they can't figure out how to they can't make it happen. Mm. Niggas sit there and watch you make a million dollars and still be broke down the mother- and blame you and hate you. That nigga. That nigga think he nigga, you sit there and watch the nigga do everything he doing and didn't get no money. That nigga ain't no whole ass nigga. You just a bozo. You a fing bum. Nigga can't show me how he get no money and I sit there and watch and don't think I'm gonna take notes and be like, shit. But a lot of people will do that. And then let your success make them hateful, jealousy, and envious of you. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So now, they got this whole, like I said, they not really mad at you. They mad at your success. And they gonna start, they'll start saying, oh, man, that nigga acting funny. I'm still the same nigga. You just know that if you was in my situation, you would be acting different. So they'll try to put their insecurities over on you. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I don't let people do that. So it's like, at the end of the day, bro, I understand that I've got out here and added value to who I am as a man. You know what I'm saying? So it's only certain things that's going to make me get out of character to put that in jeopardy. Mm-hmm. And that's really just me just fending for my life so I can keep taking care of these kids. Other than that, you just saying, like I said, you a f- nigga. You a f- nigga. Okay. Yeah, I do get f- nigga. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I am a f- nigga. So I'm getting plenty of f- nigga. That don't hurt me. Like, you a f- nigga. Yeah, you right, nigga. You smart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you better hide your f- nigga. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit don't make me feel shit. Yeah. Because I done got out here and added value to who I am as a man. And I'm not willing to throw that away just because you haven't made it to that level as a man yet, or your mentality hasn't made it to that level yet to where you like, you get it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because we hoping that as a man, you get to that point. And when you, most time when you're younger, you ain't thinking like that. Like I said, you hot-headed, testosterone, you know, but as you get older, Start thinking because you done been on a job now for maybe 10 years. And you're like, nigga, I, I done worked my way up to goddamn supervisor. Nigga, I ain't going to just throw that away on no dumb shit. Mm-hmm. I, got, I got a house and a family. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not willing to just throw that away just because somebody said something or you know, they tried to get me to do something that's out of character just for their benefit. 
Because it's really they benefit. Because if they can get you to get out of character, you lose. You go back down with them. You, back, you lose. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. You know what yeah. I'm saying about it? Like, it'll start, it'll start making you feel like you soft because you can't react how you would when you didn't have shit. See, when you ain't got you ain't really thinking about losing much. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. like I said, they got me up. Yeah. But when you got a whole bunch of shit, you like, nah, I'm nigga really got I'm gonna throw this shit. <laughs> Straight up. Straight nigga, up. Nigga, I'm riding good. He yeah. lost the fuck all that nigga. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, I'm at Iceman, Nick and shit. Nigga, get diamonds and shit. Fuck them niggas talking about. <laughs> Crazy in the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. So man, I wanna um I wanna kinda go uh because I know I, I met you uh at, at Faison comedy show, man. Right. How did you and uh Faison hook up, man? Man, one of my one of, we got a mutual friend. Mm-hmm. I just gotta tell you, we good, nigga. We okay. talk, nigga. I can talk. Okay, bet. We got a mutual friend, and uh his name is Prophet. Salute to Prophet, man. Thank you, my nigga. That was a blessing. So, I'm always give people they they flowers while they can smell them. You deal with what I'm saying? Yeah, so, yeah. Faison was coming to town. He wanted somebody to be around him that kind of knew the land. You feel what I'm saying? And stiff, stiff. Yeah. Because, you know, he like reached out to me like, yo, bro, in the city, I want you to stay on his hip. Make sure he good. Like, cool. Gave me the number. I pulled up. I stayed on his hip. The whole time he was here, I went everywhere with him, everywhere. And uh, when it was over with, he tried to pay me for my service, and I, I wouldn't take the money. Mm. Like, I mean, I can't see you paying me for something that I do anyway. Yeah. You paying me, I mean, ride around the city, be flying, tote this pistol, nigga, I do that anyway. Yeah. So that's free of charge on the relationship. And after that, he was like, yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And from there, he was he was the he was the uh encouragement to get back in it. Mm. Cause he 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 told me that the craziest thing he said, he's like, man, people be around me and they just like what I just said a while ago, he's like, people be around me and they never tell me what their intentions are. Mm. So I don't know how to help them because they never really tell me what they want. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But the whole time I was around him, everybody was like, hey, what you do? You look like you do something. Real shit. Everybody was like, you look like you do something. What you do? What you, you do comedy? You finna go on stage? Like, everybody was like, nigga, you know? Yeah, And yeah. I was like, I say, depends on what day you asking me, what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? Depends yeah. on the day. Yeah. Might be doing something different. The day I'm making sure don't nobody f- bro. And I know that sound crazy because I'm much smaller in stature, but what nobody f- with bro. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So from that, I was like, I used to, you know, I used to fuck music back in the day. And they like, for real? Like, yeah. He's like, let me hear a song. Play the song. He like, mm. Play another song. They like, damn. Play another song. He's like, nigga, why you ain't, why you, why you ain't doing music? You know what I'm saying? And I ain't gonna lie. The game got this whole stigma on being over 30 that you an old nigga. Hmm. So I felt like I was too mature for it. I felt like I I grew it. I felt like, you know what I'm saying? I felt like they wasn't going to love it. They wasn't going to respect it. They wasn't going to. That nigga like, nigga, let me tell you something. You one situation away from being great. Mm. He's like, under the realm 
under the umbrella of entertainment, you're a young man. You're like, nigga, you get in the movie right now, nigga. You get a blockbuster, nigga. You, you Creed, nigga. You out of here. You get a hit record right now, nigga. You out of here. You know what I'm saying? It's like, nobody never listened to no song and said, damn, you know what? Damn. What the old that nigga is? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Yeah. You either like this song or you know. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. He he was um he was very encouraging and persistent on the fact that this is what I should be doing. Mm. And uh I just took his advice, man. I ran it back to Prophet, told him what he said, and he was like, yeah, I, I feel the same way, man. You always been, you know, talented when it when it uh comes to that. And I got up off the couch and got on my I wasn't playing. Yeah. I went to I went to Boss Talk, did my interview, and talked about the past. I left there. Lucha was there. Uh, I went on Famous Animal and showed diversity. See, the thing is, a lot of you can't rap for real. I ain't knocking it. You ain't got to be able to rap. You can still make some catchy get paid. So don't take that the wrong way. Mm-hmm. But being able to make some catchy paper and the nigga that know how to rap, two totally different things. I went on there and switched styles on him. Nigga, I'm stepping in, it's like I'm Dion, when there's no violence, frankly, you Leon, nigga, I serve you and rob you and serve you again. They like, oh, that nigga, he hard. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So when I done that, they were like, nigga can rap. And they created every opportunity after that. Mm. So a lot of people like, nigga, I hear, the, I hear the conversation all the time, nigga, don't nobody give a f- nigga can rap no more. I beg to differ. Because I went on Famous Animal and showed I could rap. And once I showed people that I could rap, everything else just started happening for me. Mm. Then I went, I didn't have a nah for real when I went on Famous Animal. I didn't have no records, really. Not as Big Homie Show. I just told you, Big Homie Show ain't got a record past New Year's Eve. Yeah. So I didn't have none of these, none of these records that I got in my phone, I didn't have them. So I went up, I went on a platform and displayed that I can rap. And I would like to say that. It's one of the top uh, performances that's been on this platform. That's a fact, though. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's me and a couple of others, but one of the most memorable, one of the most memorable uh, performances that's been on his platform. He, you know, even done said that. Yeah, for sure. I ain't dope. gotta be number one as long as I'm in the conversation. Yeah, that's dope. So when is when is the Now for Real video dropping? When is there an album behind that, or is it just just a single, or what? What are we doing, man? It's a it's an album behind it. Okay, but I'm not focused on dropping more records. See, I'm a nigga that studied the game. And nigga T Grizzly said some real nigga say, "Why would you drop a project with 15 songs when nobody want to hear one of them? Mm. You gotta make the people like one, make the people like something from you first mm. nationally." Mm. Worldwide, and then come with your project. And when he said it makes sense because back in the day, when they got ready to drop a project on somebody, they pushed one song. They pushed it to everybody. And then that one song sold a project. Yeah. So when he said that, I was like, damn, he right. Cause why the f if ain't if you ain't if ain't nobody talking about you and you ain't buzzing and you drop 20 songs, you just drop 20 songs, ain't nobody gonna listen to. <laughs> but if they like one song, they be like, nigga, this nigga Jan, let me go see what else he got. But until you get people to say, I like this, let me go see what else he got, 
You ain't talking about shit. Yeah. You don't need to be dropping 50 songs. You need to be making sure everybody like yeah. one song. So they checking for what you got going on. Yeah. So right now, man, I got a couple records out there. I got Fumble out there. Y'all can go stream. Let me let me get some streaming money right quick. You know, y'all can give me that half a penny. I'll take it. Fuck yeah. it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I feel like they hoeing, but y'all can give me that half a penny. It's all good. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. But uh, I got I got uh, this record called Fumble Out. I got the famous animal. Uh, I got whatever you want. I got real life street stars. Those are the records that I got out now for streaming and not for real. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, but the the main focus right now is not for real. When is that? When is that dropping? When you gonna When you gonna release that video to the people, man? Man, I'm on the phone with the team every single day. Okay. Just talk to them before I came here. You know. That's the only difference. That's the only difference in what I'm doing right now versus, you know, what I'm doing, uh, what I was doing back then, man. Shout out to C-Dog. Shout out to Greg Street. Uh, shout out to Pookie from Urban South. And uh, a lot of the other people that's helping me, they choose to remain anonymous. Okay. You know, uh, some people, it's a lot of people that got their hands in what I'm doing that don't want to be seen. And I tell people, that's that's when you know you're reaching another level because – most of the time, if somebody did something for you, they want they want they the credit. Damn show, <laughs> everybody knows that they did it for you. Say, nigga, I gave a nigga five dollars. Nigga, yeah. <laughs> that nigga some gas money. Nigga, I gave a nigga five dollars. She ain't tell me a nigga on the way to a show. That nigga ran out of gas. I gave yeah. him five dollars. <laughs> tell that story for the rest of their goddamn life. <laughs> but, but I got people that's involved. I got people that's involved in what I got going on that don't want nobody to know. That's when I said, shit. bitch, I'm fucking around. Yeah. <laughs> bitch, yeah. I'm fucking around. I was like, what? You don't want nobody to know you doing it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you on another level, nigga. Yes, sir. Because everybody want motherfuckers to know because I understand it, though. You can take the credit and get paid in this game. See, if you blow me up and I say, Dante blew me up, you can take that credit and charge motherfuckers that. Mm-hmm. So when a mother don't want nobody though. You like, oh, them niggas already, they rich for help. Cause they don't even need the credit no more. Right. It's already understood what they do and what they got going on. The people that's fucking me. Yeah. You dig what I'm saying? So it's like, when a nigga don't want the credit no more, you're like, nigga, I can't wait to goddamn go on vacation with these niggas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. These niggas don't even want no credit. Yeah. That's dope, man. That's <laughs> so, dope. So man, you know, I feel real confident about the team. And I'm thankful, man, for for just the journey, my nigga. Like at the end of the day, it's the journey for mm. real. Like I seen that, I seen that on 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 a real on, on Instagram. That's that's true. Like you gotta appreciate the you gotta appreciate the moments, my nigga. Cause just like when I started rapping with my partners when we was teenagers, I appreciate the moments now. Especially that my nigga Bo ain't here. Mm. I appreciate the moments now. So you got to get lost in the moments, bro. Yeah. Because you're going to look back on that moment one day and be like, damn. I really did. I ain't got this. Yeah. Let's see. We can add a little more. The move ain't over. Yeah. That's how I look at this shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Shit just a move. And just when you feel like the shit finna get good, some more shit going to happen. Mm-hmm. You're like, ooh, nigga, let's see how this shit going to turn out. So I'm just riding the wave, man. And like I said, I'm thankful, man, for the team and I'm thankful for the support because what I, I say this again, without somebody shining these cameras on you, without somebody shining, without somebody putting these cameras on you, 
without somebody shining these lights on you, without somebody putting these mics in front of you, you just a nigga rabbit in your neighborhood. Take it how you take it. Mm. And to somebody else feel like you got a gift that the world need to see, you just a nigga rabbit in your neighborhood, my nigga. So I appreciate the support from the Tapping In podcast and uh, the likeness thereof. Absolutely, man. That, uh, that feel like I got what it take to be one of those people that the world need to see. And I well, appreciate that. Well, it's mutual, man. We can't we can't do this without people like you. You know what I mean? So it, it, it's mutual. And we ain't we ain't certified if we don't have people like like you come on the show, you know what I mean? And and, and let people see who you are outside of the music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So we appreciate you as well, man. Hey, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, Straight I'm a, up. I'm a real open book. I don't, you know, I didn't I done been a nigga that niggas got me fed up. Yeah. So I don't, you know, I really don't know how to um and that's something I had to work on too. I used to always feel like if it crossed my mind, nigga, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. I learned it. Sometimes it's just like, yeah. <laughs> that's what we gonna call this episode. Now you got me up. That's- <laughs> For real, Lee, hey, you got me fucked up. Yeah, to get you in a lot of trouble. Yeah, or I can save your life. Straight up, straight up. It depends on what what side of the coin you looking at it from. Yeah, you either got me fucked up enough that I'm finna show you, you got me fucked, up, or you living a life that you got me fucked up. If you think I'm finna all this shit up that I got going on for me, I got too many people that's vested in me. Mm-hmm. But they time, they money, they resources, man. I, I got DJs, bro. I got DJs that's calling radio stations. Hey, man, y'all need to be on this shit. This yeah. nigga hot. This nigga got the personality. This nigga got the look. This nigga got the music. This nigga got the style. This nigga got whatever you looking for, whatever the criteria, he got it. Yeah. Man, when you got people that's spending their own time and their own money to help push you, bro, you can't. You, you got you to gotta start looking at this light, looking at this thing different. I don't want, you know, I don't, I don't want to let your investment be in vain. So I'm trying to make sure that, uh, you know, I, I, like I said, I'm not asking for nothing that I'm not willing to give. Yeah. I'm a supporter. Yeah. So I expect to be supported. But if you don't, it's all good. Because I'm still going to look at you and say, thank you, my nigga. Yeah. Because when you didn't support me, that pushed me too. So I appreciate it. You know what I'm saying? The people that support me, for real though, uh, first and foremost, man, the people that's in my corner that's rocking with me, man, that they get out on the road with me, that you know, they they go in these clubs with me, the, the DJs, the you know, the, the PR people, the just everybody that has made Big Homie Show be what he is in four months. That is like, that's a that's a gift, man. Four months. That's a gift. Five months, I guess, if you want to say. That's a gift. Yeah, man, you know what? I, to already be, uh, have the labels looking. That nigga Block told me, Block Entertainment, shout out Block. That nigga say, nigga, for you to already be in meetings with labels, you ain't spent a quarter ticket? And you blessed, nigga. That shit don't happen for niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That shit don't happen for niggas. Bro, it, it take time, man. That's why, you know, when, when something don't go my way, I'm cool with it. Fuck yeah. it. We're going to keep on riding. We ain't tripping. Fuck it. I yeah. ain't think we were going to get this far. Yeah. We're going to keep riding. 
That's what's up, man. Much success, man. Appreciate Thank you, man. you again, man. Thank you for Thank having you. me, bro. Yes, sir. Whenever y'all got them, you know what I'm saying, want to cut these lights and, and, and mics and shit on again, let me know. You know Anytime, what I'm man. What, what I'm planning on doing, if I've been able to do this shit in five months, we trying to say in five more months, nigga might need some security guard shit at the door because I'm trying to be big. Because <laughs> yeah. I ain't limiting myself to Jay-Z and Birdman and all these nigga, man. I'm trying to get it. You know yes, what I'm sir. saying? Yeah. So uh, we might have, might have a little bit more security. But goddamn, we coming back. That's what's up, man. I ain't never gonna forget the people who invested in me on the way up. So, thank you, man. I appreciate Absolutely. your time as well. For sure, you know, for uh, taking the time out to have me on, and I appreciate it. One hundred percent, man. So, sure. yo, man, thank y'all for tapping in, man. This has been the Tap In Podcast, man. We gone. Holla, big homie. Nah, for real. <laughs>